Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today we've got a great show for you. We've got Eleanor String Spring Sprite. Ah, my tongue, I told you. I'd get yeah. that. I told you. Spring Sprite. <laughs> uh, but we got Eleanor coming on. She's yes. doing some great things out there in the music world. And we're excited to hear parts of her story and talk about some music and just see where this goes. So, Eleanor, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, thanks for being here. It's our pleasure. So, <clears throat> one thing I like to start with the show that I always do is um, this. Now, hopefully next year I won't have to start it this way anymore. But we're in a crazy year. Mm -hmm. So, how has COVID affected the way you do things and how are you maneuvering through it? Oh, um, I'm pretty like positive in my mindset. I try to, mm -hmm. try to make the most out of everything. So um, I'm, I'm doing fine, actually. And uh, we've, we've been in the production of my upcoming EP. So I've been able yeah. to work a lot with that. Uh, the bad thing is that we haven't been able to travel. I've been in Nashville like four times mm -hmm. by now because I travel between Sweden and Nashville uh, since, since March. So, I mean... Wow. I can't wait to go there and finish it up. Right. <laughs> yeah. All the tours and live shows mm -hmm. are canceled, mm -hmm. canceled and pushed back uh, to 2021. Um, so that's also <clears throat> part of it. I'm longing to, to be out there um, doing this new songs live that I haven't been yeah. able to. Yes. Yeah. I just yeah, a lot of people that we bring on too a lot of the artists we bring on they're like um they were positioned for this year to be their biggest year ever yes and covid happens covid yeah. and the crazy part is for us you know we started the show january 3rd of this year and the original plan was 100 interviews we thought if we did 100 interviews our first year we'd be ahead of the crowd yes. i don't know too many hosts that can say they did 100 in their first year and then COVID happens. So I was like, okay, this could be hard year to shine. Let's just bump it up and do what we can because artists are going to need a place to talk. Right. And because of that, we've done almost 260 interviews now. Wow, that's great. That's really good. So now the goal is 300 for the year, for the first it year. It is. <laughs> Working on That's a really good start. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, before we really dig into your story a bit, I want to. What are some hobbies you like to do outside of music? Oh, that was a good question. I, I'm really putting <laughs> all my time into my music because uh, I, mm -hmm. I decided like one and a half year ago to do it full time. Yeah. And just, yeah. The thing that I, I like to do most, so it's both my work and it's my hobby at the same time. So. <laughs> to say I, I love so much with it to be like cr the creative part of it it's not only the music it's videos mm. uh, writing um yeah, everything like build something up that's really me um, mm. so i i think i actually put all all my like free time on it and i love it I don't <laughs> anything else. yeah yeah and i love that though you know you're definitely all in with that so tell us a little bit of your backstory um 
what's led you to this point? Tell us, okay, take a couple minutes and just kind of tell us your story. Um, oh, well, I, I started um, singing when I was very young, mm. together with my grandpa. He was playing the accordion and I was singing. Um, so we, I think I was more in his house than at my parents' house because we met every huh. evening. <laughs> Uh, we're singing and, and playing until grandma told us now it's time to go to bed. So <laughs> that's where it all all started. And um, then I I ran into country music while I, I was a taxi driver. Oh wow! Oh, okay. Yes, and I was uh, sharing my taxi cab with um, another guy. So mm. between when we had this taxi, we were using each other's cars. And I was borrowing his car to get to the taxi. And then he had all these CDs. <laughs> and I found Brooks and Dunn and listened to Neon Moon. Oh, oh wow. Wow. So, and and from, from that point, it has only like been country music. Because I, I love the stories in it to tell story. Um, yeah, that's, that's that. how how it all started. Then <clears throat> oh, wow. after that, I've been I've been doing so many things. As I said, I'm, I'm pretty creative as a person and I'm an hmm. entrepreneur. I've been running boutiques with clothes. Oh, wow. I've been into styling with makeup, hair, all these things too. I've been having my own event company. Um, so so I really. I like to create things, but <laughs> then I came, came to to a point where oh. I did never have time to do the music. I was like, oh, yeah. I need to build this up, and then I could focus on my music. So then it was, yeah, yeah, it was like one and a half year ago mm -hmm. that I mm -hmm. really put my mind in now. I will do this full time. I will like oh, let wow. everything else and just focus two hundred percent on on doing one thing, and then it was easy. It was my music. Wow. And then it took like two weeks, maybe, uh, and I get contacted from uh, my producer that I work with now, Jimmy Ritchie in Nashville, over the internet. So I was sitting in my house up north in Sweden. And trying to figure out, you know, started networking and everything, how I should, how I should do this. You know, I just decided mm -hmm. let's do this full time from nowhere. I didn't yeah. have like anything. I had, I think, 199 followers on my my uh, Facebook page. Mm -hmm. by that. Oh, wow. And then he reached out to me and I didn't know who he was Um, started uh, sharing music and he he, he sends me some music that he's done, and I share my music with with him. And then I start to realize um, when he sends me things, I got something from Jake Owen, uh, uh -huh. one of my favorite song, the one that got away. Like, wow, mm -hmm. uh, is this really happening? And he liked what I was doing. So then it took a month and a half. And after then, I was uh, in his studio in Nashville recording my first demo. Love that's, that. 
<laughs> yeah, so that's really, I, I mean, I believe that things could happen and you mm. should you like come from nowhere, just put your mind into it and it will be there. And that is what's really happened. And <laughs> from that moment, we have been working um, with each other. So we are working now on my upcoming EP and we wrote a Christmas song together. Mm. We co-wrote it together with Don Poitras. So me, Jimmy Ritchie and Don Poitras, uh, it's called A Country Christmas. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It has this international release in just a couple of weeks. Um, but we actually did it uh, last year because we were doing this Christmas tour in Sweden, me and Jimmy. So oh, wow. I to support it, so then we released it then. Oh, cool. Yeah. <coughs> and here we are now, this year. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so we are are now, yeah, in 2020 and then COVID. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Where you thought everything was going to take off and then everything just stops. Yeah, but I, I must honestly say that it, it didn't stop. For yeah. me, I had this amazing journey, just keeps popping up good things. So mm -hmm. we, we released the first single, This Fire, in, in March. Um, and it has over like 480,000 uh, spins on Spotify already. And I'm wow. just so grateful. That's really like, you know, the first thing we, we released um, mm -hmm. with this new sound um, that Jimmy is has found and, and that we are doing together. Uh, so I'm, I'm really so grateful that it got such a good response. And then we put out the next single here in, it was August 25th, it's called Never Too Late, which mm -hmm. also has like mind blowing, got really, really good response. And I'm so happy if I could say it now, I don't know how many, many that's listened, but thank you so much for following me on my social <laughs> media. It means a lot to me and um, it, it really helps me. And uh, you, you're streaming these songs. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, every day I follow it, I see it, I see it <laughs> from where you are, right? it's the U US, we have a lot, the UK, Germany, mm. Ireland, the Netherlands, Australia, Canada, uh, wow. Sweden, of course, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I actually have more, more in the other countries, mm. uh, which, um, yeah, it's just, so, so I won't say that it has been been bad. The only thing that I feel is that I would like to be on stage and travel, uh, you know, well, back yeah. doing uh, what I, I love to do. But that will that will come too. I just yep. hope it will. Really fast. So 2021 <laughs> could be working as normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember, you know, everybody at the end of 2020, I mean, at the end of 2019, is like 2020 is our year. You know, they, they, you had all these slogans, 2020 vision, vision 2020. And then this happened. So now everybody's yes. like, 2021 is my year. Everybody's saying now. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You, you got to go with the flow. And, you know, things like that happen. And, and especially you as an artist, being in the music business, it's a tough world out there. And I want to talk about that side of it a little bit. As you know, a lot of people, they see the glory of like a Blake Shelton 
of a Miranda, of a Carrie, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears that it takes to get to not just that level, but even a career level. It's a lot of hard work. And I want to, and nobody talks about this side of it, and I want to talk about it. Um, I'm going to tell a quick story to help guide us where I want this to go. But back in 2014, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Steel Girls. And at that time, they were full time with music. And one of the questions I asked Allison was, what advice would you give an up and coming artist? I'll never forget what she said. <clears throat> she said, this is going to sound funny coming from someone full time. But if your heart will allow you to do anything outside of me, if you can see yourself doing something else, Go do that and just keep music as a hobby. She goes, because the moment that you want it to be a career, everybody owns a piece of your life. Your friends and relatives, they never understand because, you know, they got a nine to five. You're a 24 seven. You know, they invite you to weddings, cookouts, you know, weekends, holidays. But if you're at the beginning of your career, you're gigging it, you're grinding it. So you, you have to say no to a lot of stuff. You have to sacrifice for the future. And they don't get that sometimes. Then your family has to sacrifice around you. It's not just about you, but the people around you have to let you go, you know, so that you can go be who you need to be. Then on top of that, if that's not enough, you're going to have days where you just feel miserable and you don't want to get on stage, but you still got to get on stage and smile like you're having the best time ever. But sometimes getting on stage helps you get, get around that. But then she added, this is my favorite part of what she said. She says, but if your heart will allow you to do anything else, won't allow you to do anything outside. If you cannot see yourself doing anything else, then go all in because that's the only way those kind of sacrifices could ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? And let's talk about that side of it. Wow. wow. <clears throat> it's an amazing story and how she, um, she, she told it. Um, I was like, where are you going with this? The end? <laughs> I, I liked how it ended. <laughs> uh, to, I was like trying to see myself in that position. Do mm. I agree? No, not really. I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> until the end. <laughs> so um, uh, I believe that I'm on the right path. Yeah. What are some sacrifices you've had to give up? to get to where you are now, because you know, that's kind of what I, where I want to go with this is I think a lot of people, they want to jump in the music and they don't realize the sacrifices the artists make. So they jump in with like a toe in, they don't jump all in. So they never really get to know the true rawness that it takes. What are some sacrifices you've had to do? And I'm not saying give up, but maybe postpone for down the road while you're trying to build your career. Uh, well, I would more say that like before I really decided, took this decision to, to mm -hmm. do it full time, um, I did like everything else, <laughs> just waiting for, for me to, to do it. Like uh, I, I was going to build this safety and like build my stores up, have, have a like a budget and everything to start working with my music. I tried to really have control of it, but yeah. it wasn't until I let go of all that control and was standing there with like nothing from the ground while I'm starting <laughs> that it really <clears throat> to, happened and, and really um, made me do what I have been doing like for one and a half year now. So. Mm -hmm. 
You just have to dive in. I don't know if that was the answer of on your question, <laughs> but that was what's up in my yeah. uh, in my head. Yeah, basically, you had to dive in because again, it's being making it a career is a life changing decision. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. It's a it's a lifestyle, and and I um, um, my kids also. Uh, of course, I I work. I work like day and night actually because then I yeah. spend time with them and when they go to bed I go up and keep working because I also work in different time zones. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes. And, and Sweden mostly so um, I don't sleep so much but I don't think I have <laughs> <sleep> either. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you know, yeah. now that we talked a little bit about that side of it, what are some moments when you look back and you're like, wow, I got to do that. Let's talk about some great moments now. Some great moments. Um, oh, there are so many. And I have so many to come. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's still still there, but to co-write um, my first song being over in, in Nashville at um, my producer's uh, my producer's studio and and to really step into to his team and and, and that life I hadn't been in writing music so much before so that that was really in, like an amazing moment to be able to be in that part creative part too um, mm. So that, and as I say, I, I like all the parts. Even we, we did a new uh, music video to my latest song, Never Too Late. And, mm -hmm. and that was just so much, so much fun. And, and the people around it, like the team, I've been able to, to step into and work with. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I like all these parts. Meeting new new people and when you feel like it's a family too. Yeah. That's that's great moments, I think. I love that. So as you know, a lot of people they see the artists, but they don't see the team behind them. They don't see like the PR people, the managers, the producers, and none of that. And I don't think that that gets enough love. And to be honest with you, I don't care if you've got a team of one or if you're like Justin Bieber who has a team of three hundred. It really doesn't yeah. matter. You still got everybody still has at least a team per se. So if you want to take a few minutes to talk about the team that helps you be who you are, that'd be awesome. Yes. Okay. Well, I will first talk about my amazing producer, Jimmy Ritchie. Um, that discovered me, as I told, uh, one and a half year ago. And um, we are now working on my upcoming EP. We both co-write some songs together and he's producing it and he also has my management now. Uh, so I'm, I'm very happy for that. And he, he has also a great team around him. Um, I, I get to, to, I get pitched for like these great songs through him too. And, and then here in, um, in Sweden, I have this um, this team with video producers called Seas Media and Dream Day Media. They are awesome too, uh, and we have a lot coming up there. 
I, I, as I said, I like to create the whole picture from the music um, and to, to uh, getting it to, yeah, on videos and pictures, trying to, to get it all fit together. Mm -hmm. um, I also have um, uh, a very good friend of mine that I've been working with actually for a long time that's a really good photographer. Um, called Mikke Nordström. He's been follow, following me uh, <laughs> on my, my road forward that also um, is here <clears throat> working around me. And then I have the management then in Nashville. <clears throat> um, so we, we're working on all parts, now trying to get in a lot in the UK and the US too. And with a good response, so I'm I'm very curious what will happen. Not only in 2021, as everybody says, this is gonna be the great year. I want every year to be like the greatest year. Yeah. And uh, I I really feel safe and believe that this will happen with this great team I have around me, and a lot, a lot of thanks to Jimmy Ritchie, of course. You know, what's funny is we're, you know, we're trying to balance everything like everybody else. You know, we've got an eight-year-old and a 20-month-old. And, of course, we just heard the 20-month-old screams. So Sandy had to run back there to see what was going on. <laughs> I know that feeling. Yes. And um, I'm not sure if my eight-year-old is in here or not because we usually. I don't hear him it. On to ask <laughs> one question. But I don't hear him in here, so I'm not sure if I can get him yet. So maybe before it's over, we'll be able to get him in yeah. to ask his question. Because yeah. <laughs> we are a family affair show. You know, I always joke about we're a family affair. We even created a name called Family Affair Media to wrap around our whole business model. You know, yeah. Because we believe that family is everything to us. So we'll move on. And when he comes in, we'll plug him in if he gets in here. But we'll move on. Um, if you could co-write with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you want to write about? Uh-oh. Who would that be? I think I want to co-write with my granddad. But he's not with us anymore. But I would, I would really uh, have oh, wow. wanted to do that, you know, since he was the one that started doing music with me. We uh -huh. did not always. He wanted to play one genre of music, and I wanted to do another. But it would have been interesting to see today um, what we could have wrote together. Oh, wow. I, I love that. <clears throat> um, as we move on here, what is a song? There's probably a thousand answers to this question, but just think of the first thing that pops in your head. What is a song that you've heard that you wish you wrote? Somebody Like You of Keith Durban. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now, I now, I know all of the... Um, your songs are like your babies. I get that. But what song means the most and why? Um, 
Oh, I could only pick one then. <laughs> well, you can pick a couple. Just to tell us a couple meaningful songs that, that you've yeah, written. Yeah, yeah. Then I will start with uh, This Fire uh, that we released this spring. Uh, and the first one of my upcoming album. So that's kind of my own fighting song. Oh, wow. Believe in what you're going to do, no matter what, in what situation in life you are in. Don't let like anything stop you. You you will be able to do it. Amen to that. Uh, yeah. And so, so that, that song means a lot to me. And I know it has inspired uh, a lot of other people that reached out to me also since the release. And I'm very happy for that. And then we have, of course, Never Too Late, the latest single. That's my feel-good song. Oh, wow. The one that, when I, when I got it from Jimmy, when he pitched it for me, <laughs> uh, I wanted to dance. It's, it's this great vibe and... feel-good song. Yeah, and, and a song that also tells you it's never too late to go out to have a party on a Monday, to do something fun, whatever you think is like your party and just do it also and so i i i can still play this song i've heard it a lot of times you know when you're recording it and <laughs> play it a lot but but still i put it on and i get the same feeling even if i'm i'm doing like my morning uh, walks power walks or something um that's that's a good one for that my feel good song <laughs> And, and then we have a country Christmas. That's the first one I co-wrote. Oh wow! So that's like the lyrics in it are really personal. I'm I'm traditional around Christmas. <laughs> I, I love it. I love like same as us. Santa Claus to Christmas gift to the food, um, and and to like make it cozy at home with candles and everything. So, um. That song, if you li listen to the to the lyrics, it's it's just me. I love that. <clears throat> now, this past February made the five year anniversary that we asked Kelsey Ballerini where she wanted to be in five years. And I always like to tell this story before I ask the artists uh, that same question because the answer she gave us back then is almost to the T of what she's living right now. Um, Kelsey, of course, as you know, is one of the top female artists out there top artist period not just female but you know artists in general and she's done a lot of great things but she knew she were you know five years ago when we chatted with her she knew where she was going she had that vision where she wanted to be in five years and she's living that now so knowing that where do you want to be in five years in five years i want to announce my own world tour uh and where i'm into the production both uh, um on stage, like um, the picture, everything, the decorations, to really create a full, like full show, mm -hmm. and and travel around it with my great team, um, oh. and um, also I would like to do a duet with some of my favorite artists and release that one. <clears throat> I love that. Now let's say that we look five years, 10 years, 15 years down the road, and you're a success, whatever that level is, you're a success on a grand scale. You are the one. If the person you are today could meet your future successful self, what would you remind her? 
I would remind her to stay healthy and keep uh, eating healthy food. The thing, go your morning walks, take your own time, which is very important for me and also something that um, if you're out touring all the time and doing the things, mm -hmm. it's easy to step out of that structure. So that is something I really would remind myself of and to just check if I have this, <laughs> like me time to in there. I love that. Now, let's say you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her sing and they got something special. Let's, you know, kind of like what Simon Cowell says that if they have that it factor. They've played maybe 40 or 50 shows, so they're still getting their feet wet on the performance side, but they've gotten on stage. They got what every artist says, that stage bug where they look over the crowd. The crowd's roaring for them. They just know they're in the right place, and they come to you. They say, Eleanor, I know I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to help guide them the next couple of years? So if I if I got you right now, sometimes the English goes too fast for me. It's a, you asked me. Basically, what advice would you give the next generation, the next person trying to make it? They got the talent. They got they got something special. Yeah. Um. So they got all that. So it's not one of them where you're giving advice to somebody who may not have the talent. They got the talent. So what advice would you give that person? Don't let anyone take control of you. Just keep keep being who you are, and there's a lot of like crazy offers coming to you. That <laughs> go out a lot there. of scammers. <laughs> so that would be my first advice. And there's a lot of scammers out there. You know, that, that's the part that people don't. You know, my wife and I have been part of many different industries, um, <clears throat> from business to music to other stuff and I've never seen so many people so an industry that's so full of scammers that's going after the little guy. I've never seen so much of that until music industry. Yeah, it it happens all this time. So that also to find a good person like a good management um that that believes in you and, and think this the same way as you do you, you work uh, with the same goals that mm. could help you um, take away all these scammers and never see through it because that's really hard to do if, yeah. if you do and, and there's so many offers and and you like oh you get happy you get this thing you get this thing and <laughs> then it sounds easy good to, yeah it's easy to, to just oh i will do this and it's not for real so have someone because I know also, like me, I'm, I'm a very creative person. So the balance with my management is, is that uh, they see see through this mm -hmm. like more what's what's for real, what will work. Um, and I, I think like before, I haven't really let anyone um, help me that way either. Yeah. Both maybe because I was afraid to to lose. Got to be vulnerable. Yeah, be vulnerable. Uh, but now I feel like I don't lose the control because I have someone that supports me that works the same way. We have the same thinking. 
it's just yeah. a fantastic teamwork. Um, how did we get into this one? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You know, so as we come to a close here, um, what it, what are you working on for 2021 right now? I'm finishing up. Uh, I have uh, four more songs we are working on. Uh, so we will release the EP in the springtime. And we will drop uh, the next single on Christmas Eve, actually. Oh, wow. I love that. It's a Christmas gift. It's not a Christmas song, but I feel oh. like a lot of people out there that would need this song. And it's just a nice moment to, to release it. I know I also for to go back touring and and like a promotion tour for for the mm -hmm. the EP, and I have so so many questions uh, mm -hmm. from different places now that I want me to come play to. So I will I will try to put up a tour and tour these countries. <laughs> I love that. So tell everybody how they can reach out to you through the website and social media and stuff. Yeah, you could you could find the latest uh, news and updates on my webpage, um, elnorspringstech.com, and get on the list there, too, uh, so I could reach you. Um, and Facebook, Instagram, Elnor Spring Strike, Twitter, ES Spring Strike, and Spotify, of course, Apple Music, all the all the music all platforms, the platforms. And YouTube. Just search on Eleanor Springs Strike and you will find it. And I hope you will start following me on all these and share it with your friends and uh, that you are keep keep on streaming my songs. And if you're listening to this, be sure to share, share, share this too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's very important. Thank you for telling me that. <laughs> <laughs> so as we come to a close here, we really enjoyed having you on the show today. And we look forward to having you back down the road and keeping up with what's going on. Thank you. I look forward to it. Thanks for having me on the show. It's our pleasure. Talk to you soon. Yes. Bye.